everybody. Uh, this is Scott Rothschild with KASB, and I'm with Mark Tallman, Associate Director for Advocacy, and this is another installment of Ask KASB. Uh, we take questions and we address issues about anything uh, related to Kansas public schools. And, uh, Mark, recently we had a fairly important decision from the Kansas Supreme Court in the Gannon School Finance case. Uh, it was in all the papers. and uh, basically All over social media, all yeah. over the Internet. And, and basically the court said we're close to constitutional compliance, but our school finance system still needs more work. Can you kind of explain what the court decided and more recently what the State Board of Education did to uh, recommend compliance with this? Well, I'll do my best. Uh, what the court really did was agree with the method that the legislature came up with to identify how much money should be put in to reach suitable funding. Um, and, and that was what we're all now kind of calling the Montoy Safe Harbor. Mm -hmm. Now, it's called Montoy Safe Harbor because it looks back to sort of the agreed-upon funding level that the legislature and the court sort of together signed off on uh, in the a decade ago, really, right. mm -hmm. uh, to agree with the Montoy case. So the legislature had committed to getting a certain level of funding, certain types of weighting factors, targeted dollars going to kids, and what the legislature came back with is saying, all right, we're going to look at how much funding would be there if our base state aid, if our weightings, and if our enrollment um, today uh, was uh, was as it should have been in 2011, mm -hmm. after this agreement was reached, the legislature committed to a year of a cost of living increase. So they set 2010 as a base year and then compared where funding actually was in 2017. That's when the court first said, mm -hmm. you got to fix this, um, and, and said, if we had just kept up with inflation from 2010 through 2017, what's the difference between that level and where we actually are? Well, that difference was about three quarters of a billion dollars. Okay. Um, and, and so what the court and then the legislature said, okay, that's our number. We agree. This is how short we are. They then pointed to what the legislature had done the previous session, right. adding about $200 million, and came up with a proposal that said our, our new plan that we're laying out for you, our response would add about $520 million over the next five years. That would get us to that level we were supposed to be at. And here's what the court said. They said, okay, we'll live with that. We're not going to look at this new study. We're not going to, you know, we're going to say that was our agreement. If you go back to that agreement, simply adjusted for inflation, you'll be okay. Here's the problem, though. That was calculated as to what the gap would be in 2017. Right. But the legislature's plan wouldn't get to that level until 2023. Mm -hmm. What the court basically says is if you want to do this, you're going to have to also take into account inflation between 2017 and your end date. Mm -hmm. So they're really saying you're right, but 
your calculation said we need to adjust for, for inflation for cost of living using the consumer price index Midwest. So the court basically said, we will agree with this. We'll give you five years to get there, which is a fairly long extension. And really, seven, <laughs> if you kind of count when they started, said that's okay, but you have to add for inflation, which you didn't do in the plan that was passed last year. And the court wants to see something on this, right? So what the court basically said is they let everything go forward this school year because Mm -hmm. they said the increased funding this year would be adequate. But they said, we're going to give you next session by next spring. You have to give us, you have to show us what you've done Mm -hmm. to match that inflation rate. Okay. Now they didn't. They didn't give them a number of what that would be. They just said we agree with your plan, except it's kind of. And, I, and I, again, I think that the easiest example would be to say if I agree I owe you a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. we reach agreement on what that amount should be. That all makes sense. But I'd like five more years <laughs> to get mm-hmm. there. I think you'd reasonably say. That's fine, but I'd at least like to get the rate of. Let's not even worry about interest. We'd at least like. Uh, we'd at least like to uh, recognize that that money won't go as far in five years as it does now. So that's the idea behind what the court said. So the state board has recommended a way to. Uh, get there. Right. And in, in, in the blog I've written on this, you have the details and the numbers. What the state board did is basically say the average change in the Midwest Consumer Price Index since 2010 through 2017 is 1.44%. So their proposal is to apply 1.44% to that safe harbor number Mm-hmm. from 2017 to 2023. Mm-hmm. So by that calculation, we would be, instead of coming into balance in 2023, we would still be about $363 million short of that mm-hmm. by 2023, assuming a 1.45% inflation rate. So the board's proposal is to take what the legislature has already done as kind of a baseline and say, using the legislature's own formula, we need to get another $363 million added. And their proposal was to essentially add another $90 million a year, not starting for this school year. Mm-hmm. This we're, we're going into the uh, 2019 school year. They're saying, starting for the 2019-20, mm-hmm. $90 million, then another 90 million, then another 90 million, and then a fourth 90 million by 2023 mm-hmm. would get us to that level. That's their plan. And that's on top of the funding that's already it's On top of the funding already there. So a way of thinking about this, what the legislature has already approved in base state aid increases is estimated to be about $105 million a year. The legislature in its plan has said, you know, there'll really be more than that because we intend to raise special education and some other things. That money, however, has not actually been appropriated. Mm -hmm. So what the legislature has already committed to after next year, and remember next year, I mean, the school year we're just starting, Mm -hmm. we're going to be adding about $200 million more. That's about the same increase as last year. What the legislature was saying is we're, we're committed to another 
100, $105 million a year uh, being added over the following four years. State boards plan basically add $90 million on top of that. Okay. So given, uh, and I guess everyone is, the, the, the question is, I mean, will this require a tax increase? Uh, will it require some other adjustments? Given the state's financial picture, uh, can this be done uh, within existing revenues? Well, that's extremely difficult to answer because right now the state is kind of on a, on a roll when it comes mm-hmm. to taking in uh, tax dollars. Uh, uh, we ended up this, the, the fiscal year that just ended, as most people know, the state's fiscal year, their budget year ends on June 30th rather than December mm-hmm. 31st. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about this is fiscal year 2018 mm-hmm. has ended, even though calendar year 2018 right. doesn't end uh, until the end of December. So the state actually took in about $300 million more than it expected as recently as April. Right. Well, we took $300 million more in. The whole state board plan would take another $363 million. Mm -hmm. So on one hand, you could argue maybe this is fairly practical. What we don't know is whether that will continue. Right. Uh, in November, we will get an official revenue estimate just for the next two years, 2020 and 2021. The state typically has not projected out that far because so many uh, things can change. And remember, there will be many other demands on on the state. Um, uh, CAPERS funding it will have to go up. Uh, I think the projections are that just for, for next year, 2020, to stay on schedule, will take about $200 million. Now, the state knew this, but that's a new chunk of, of money. Most years, the the uh, human services caseloads, which is largely medical costs mm-hmm. and things like that, typically will go up between seventy and $100 million a year. Um, other, uh, The state wants to continue to reduce the transfers from its highway fund uh, to, to, uh, to kind of get back to some of the infrastructure needs we have. Higher education has been, you know, really frozen in their many many other mental health all the things we talk about so you can't simply look at all the new money and say well k-12 education is going to get all of that Um, but the point is right now phased in over that period of time that doesn't look unreasonable unless the state would go into some type of uh, real change in our economy now all the uncertainty over trade over how long the current expansion has gone on uh, these are all possible at the same time the state economy by some measures has been picking up at least a little bit compared to where it's been so I, I think it's fair to say that with this type of phase in uh, it is it is certainly not impossible uh, to do. Uh, the, the health of the state economy will have a lot to do with that. And, and you were talking about the end of the fiscal year. We had a pretty healthy uh, ending balance. Uh, Correct. For first time in a long right, time. Right, right. Uh, well, uh, by our calculations, it looks like it'll be well over the 7.5% that we're expected to have. So uh, that'll be uh, th- that'll be what people will need to watch. Uh, again, just, just for people looking at the state budget, what the state board really did was it was working on its budget request for the next two years. We do a two-year budget cycle in Kansas, uh, adopt kind of the main budget one year, and then the next year the legislature kind of tweaked 
tweaks that and then starts over. So we are in currently this school year is the second year of a two-year budget. The new governor or whoever's elected, whether Governor Collier is reelected or someone else is in, and then the new House that will be elected in this election, and the Senate, which which mostly carries over. Um, next session will be writing a budget presumably for 2020 and 2021 Mm -hmm. but the plan the legislature has approved to this point actually goes out all the way to 2023 and that's what the state board has suggested now remember this is just a way that the state board has said we think this could get you there we don't, we don't know whether the court would agree to that method. Sure. They, they seem to have hinted that maybe the 1.5 or 4, 4% projection would work. Inflation is certainly expected to be higher than that now. Um, inflation is, is really supposed to be higher than it's been uh, for, for the last decade uh, for a number of reasons. And then another thing that is a little bit uh, that the court was not really clear on is what can you count beyond base state aid. Can you count anything? Mm -hmm. The court seemed to accept uh, that part of the increase this year was a $44 million increase in special education funding. And as I said, the legislature's four or five year plan really talked about some further increases in special education. Would that count? Mm -hmm. Things like the uh, $10 million in mental health that was approved by the legislature this year. I think, not as an attorney, but just as an observer, that what the court wants to be shown is that the money the legislature is providing make a, a demonstrable difference in student achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if it, so, the question is, if the legislature is going to add some additional money, add this ninety million dollars. Should it all be in the base? Um, uh, Would the legislature want to consider other options for that? How would the court treat that? If the legislature responds to this early in the session, as early as possible, goes to the court with it, the court would have a chance to respond before perhaps going right up to the brink again. Hmm. That has not been the history, of course, of the legislature. And certainly, if the um, makeup of the legislature changes significantly, there might be more dramatic reaction against this idea, because certainly there will be some legislators, and we've already heard this, that say we shouldn't add another dime, because the the court shouldn't be telling us how much we need to spend. Mm -hmm. Um, That will be, I think, no question how to respond to the court, whether to respond to the court, and of course we've talked about before, questions like amending the Constitution uh, to deal with the court's role will all be things that the next legislature will look at. Well, this will be uh, this will be one of the major issues of uh, the next legislative session, uh, dealing with this adjustment that the court has asked for, and uh, I can almost guarantee it won't be done early in the session. It would be but, it would uh, be the first time. But we'll see what happens. But uh, again, uh, Mark has written a, a very detailed blog with a lot of good charts on this. If you go to the Tallman Education Report. Uh, you can get more uh, details on this, and you know, obviously, this is just a super important issue that we need to keep. keep and we, our sure, eyes we on. certainly welcome your feedback. What, yeah. we, what we tried to do is put together a chart that just sort of lays out <clears throat> actual funding, mm-hmm. uh, the the safe harbor amount that the legislature calculated, and then we projected what would happen to funding under the legislature plan, and then we projected what would happen to that safe harbor amount 
if you adjust it for the inflation rate of 1.44%. And the problem is from the court, those lines don't actually come together. The state board's plan is designed to say we can bring them together, but of course at an additional cost. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. And remember to ask us some questions and we'll have another installment of uh, Ask KSB pretty soon. Thank you.